That's what we love. You know what it is? We pull up, we're ready to share some information, man. How you been, bro? I'm chilling, Levon. You know me. Try to live life one day at a time. Learn you yeah. How about mm-hmm. you? You know what it is right now. Eating when I when I use this when I podcast or speak, and I don't know. I feel like it's like a, a kind of like a nigga thing. But whenever mm-hmm. I speak, I always gotta lower my voice if I know that you know. Something. Yo, it's always a nigga thing, bro. So it's I, always I, a nigga thing. <laughs> I, gotta, I don't I know what it is. My voice, you know, act like I'm a cool guy. So yeah, you even have like yeah, you know, like friends, your friends, and then. You know how they talk, and then when they're around women, they talk different. And you're like, Nigga, where'd you get that from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Change like the act. He was like, the act all <laughs> funny, bro. Uh huh. When I start asking questions, bro, I've never heard your voice this deep. What do you mean, bro? I always speak to you. that same conversation. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, Wait, so- is it, like, who listens to this, brother? Uh, like right now or like mm-hmm. after? Or is it like, like an after? Yeah, I have to like right now it's just it's recorded and then I've been oh, Okay, yo, that's you should have told me bro. I was on the spot, my nigga. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was on the spot. Nah, you good, you good, you good. Yeah, bro, okay man. I feel so much more chill now. Yeah, bro, I'm getting wings, you yeah. know. Wings, I swear. But okay, on the real though, like I'm a cancer man. I believe in that shit. I feel energies. You know, when you're around people, you feel the energy like just kind of how they feeling around you. Do you get that or is it just me? What are you talking about, bro? I'm getting to the point, nigga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as to the point, as I was saying, like, remember how I, I didn't, we didn't think that this was like being recorded. Uh-huh. Like without on live, but you know how different it is when you are on live uh, and when sure, you are, sure. you know, pre-recording sure. and how it feels like you know the energies. But like for me, I, when I'm around people, I definitely get like certain energies where I'm like shit, like it makes me nervous. Like that's for so sure. true. That's actually so true. And it happens for so many people, and it, it that kind of di- dictates where and how you're gonna act around people. That's you know? so true. Because, yeah. Around even, people and different from when you're by yourself. You know? That's so true. Because even, like, just, like, in general, like, even with friendships, like, like, because I know there's one, there's this thing, like, when you're dating someone sometimes that people are like, oh, I can see you differently or I feel you differently than when mm-hmm. you're around your friends. Like, sometimes you be around your shawty and, like, you just, like, you act a certain <laughs> way, but then when you like with your shawty with a group, like it's like, especially with me, I know for like sometimes I can, I can act a little bit more wild, a little bit more like just out there. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm with my shawty's, like I'm just doing me, being me, and it's like I show like a whole different side of me that not everybody gets to see. I feel like that's crazy. That's special, especially like when it comes to like relationships in general, mm-hmm. like friendships, you know like intimate relationships teacher whatever relationships like in crowds like i remember back when i was younger i like i even performed one time in like an audience and i sang and mm-hmm. like the energy was there like initially when i was singing i couldn't sing properly like my voice was mm-hmm. kind of shaky for like the first 10 seconds but eventually i don't know what happened 
I just got a little bit more comfortable. I felt like I was only singing to one person because I remember looking at one person the whole time and I like what to call I I just changed my whole my whole like persona. I just started singing more confidently. I just I was feeling the groove and I mm-hmm. like I even, like waving my hand and like I felt like I was a rock star. So that's I don't know, that's just crazy. That was a crazy thought and I, I just had like how different people can just act differently depending on their circumstance. Yeah, relationships do that the best. They bring out different shit out of you, man. Like for me, I was the type of guy that used to like write notes and shit and like poems and like shit for girls. Word? Yeah, for real. Like, I would like sit like cause I yo poems and like shit. I used to do corny shit like that all the time. Yeah, we like, cringe brothers together then, each cause that's cool. <laughs> I used to I do swear, that. I don't even know why, but like. It was just kind of like the romance I grew up around. And oh, I don't right. think it changed later yeah, on. I a song for But like, yeah, man, I used to like write shit down for like girls and like, you know, hey, man, yo, it worked, didn't it, nigga? For like somehow, you know? I mean, not really. I mean, I don't know how it worked with you, but I know for no, sure. No, but me, at the same time, bro, but that's the shit that brings out of you. But if you ask yeah. me, like, from what I've, I've done, if I'll do it again, I'll say, hell no, fuck that shit. Nah, yeah, I hear that. Honestly, like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not worth it. But you know, you know, it's also like young love, you know, high school love. That's the shit that, it, like, you know, relationships bring out of you. Bottom yeah. fuck with relationships right now. That's it's fuck. actually so crazy. Think about it. Like, I don't know. I feel like I was a whole different person in high school than I am now. Like, mm-hmm. not even just high school, just school in general, middle school, elementary school. I've grown up as a person, but I feel like I used to be a lot more creative and more explorative in school rather than now in life, you know? And it's crazy to me because, you know, I kind of. I would expect it to be the opposite because of the whole schooling system, especially I studied IB, you know, the International Baccalaureate. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> International Baccalaureate. Baccalaureate. <laughs> Baccalaureate. So, like, you, the thing is, one of the, their agendas is to teach you to be a creative person out in the real world. They teach you all these, like, creativity, knowledgeable, all these, like, whatever. I forget what it's called, but they teach mm-hmm. you all this stuff. And, they're like, yeah, when you get out in the real world, you can use all these things. Fam, I have not used any of that. I use that more in school. And it makes me curious, did I only do that in school because I I was forced to? Or did I do that because that's who I am? Because nowadays it's harder to be creative and innovative. Mm-hmm. Everything kind of puts me down because it feels like everything's already out there. and Everyone's mm-hmm. already doing something. And my life's just repetitive and boring and the same old thing and what was the point of what I studied in school uh, that's a, I think also like also for uh, I mean the education like we got like from high school you can't like benefit off of that like if you stopped at high school you can't get a job it's different from many other places you know so we lose like it's almost like useless you can't use it but it only helped like in dealing with people that's the only thing I think uh, that was good did it, did it really I honestly I think it did because you remember there was a lot of like different you know immigrants and you know people just like having that those people around you in terms of culture but personality wise maybe not but just being around them and maybe people living around people and different with different perspectives and niggas you might hate 
because you're not always gonna be around people you hate so how to deal with that i think lifestyle wise maybe because it was i did boarding school which is like yeah mm-hmm. so now i hear that boarding school and itself is a whole different thing mm-hmm. but when it comes to like high school and like just school itself i feel like it's weird but i feel like there is also just a big branch in mm-hmm. like what you actually learn in from school but not yeah. from like people around you because i can definitely say for a fact with the different cultures and people i grew up around i definitely learned a lot about people how to handle different kinds of kinds of people to the best of my knowledge of course i'm mm-hmm. not perfect nor is anybody but i learned more by being around people like even school wise like i didn't really learn a lot from my teachers i learned from my friends how to figure some things out because you know my teachers just weren't explaining it enough to me so it's just weird like this whole school thing is kind of just a scam yeah i mean i've always i've always been the guy saying the school system is just old man it's too old like it hasn't changed and you know there's so many other possibilities these days like you know so many other different jobs that people are doing like you know vloggers and shit like that some qualities like that like some people could be talented in that but they wouldn't get that in school or anything it's just it's not flexible for everyone or yeah. the people who are more creative per se or people who just want to start their business as soon as they get off of high school it's like you have to have a degree to show you can handle a business in some sense if you don't have like the funds for it so there's like a lot of different things that like play a part you know it's so weird when you think about it actually how like a lot of creative people have come up from this terrible schooling system that we have it really makes you wonder if school's really worth it mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if you can do well without school or like paying such high fees and i'm not even just talking about university and college yeah. talking about high school in itself too because some people leave high school and make stuff like facebook yeah mark did do like a year or two of he dropped out of uni but he still kind of basically came out of you know high school or like even like singers or like athletes it's like all these people like like they didn't really get it from school they got it from just being themselves or like yeah. exploring something new and it just makes you wonder like bro man this your life is crazy <laughs> life is actually really crazy and uh, one thing like that really is fucked is just the international school fees man like i think that's like yeah man that's insane considering like you know what you can do with that amount of money back home and how much it's invested the pressures that people go through yeah you know and, and if you and most of the times even with the education that you get out of there you can't use it back home you know uh-huh. and most countries now back home are not even like in states where they're developing fast very many countries actually in bad situations in africa right now yeah so it's like it's a lot of like stuff that international students go through in general you know it's actually so crazy i don't know how did this international school fees even start because like, they pick so out crazy. the best the, the best of the best that people can actually afford it the people can actually afford to pay like over two hundred thousand dollars yeah but then it's fees. crazy like that system it's, it's but it's unfair crazy. even even though they can afford it i think it's unfair to them no like in the sense like what i'm trying to say is how do you finna enslave people for like hundreds of years and then come and make them pay high school fees how does that even make sense like actually bro are you gonna enslave <laughs> a whole race for like hundreds of years 
or like go to wars with other countries and then come back and say you know what if you want to come to like my school Harvard or like any of these schools mm-hmm. you got to pay 50 60,000 a year why but then they're not going to like it doesn't even make any sense like porquet like aren't the people in your country better and like don't you think that maybe it's like the people were supposed to complain are not complaining like we are complaining we're the students right but okay. at the same time our parents are the ones that are paying, paying the fees and like our parents have probably gone through like racism when it was actually like really there mm-hmm. like so i feel like a lot of african parents actually don't come out or like don't even say the things that are needed to be said that's actually because they don't have and they don't come together in a sense there's a lot of competitiveness i think from just the money as- aspect i just think that in 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 the culture you because know, it's, it's funny that you say culture in my opinion because genuinely like when it comes to culture i feel like it's weird like there's it's a weird cultural thing when it comes to culture because culture is implemented and it's been changed so many over the years with so many different things like when it comes to like african yeah, culture yeah well culture for for example it's like cuz it's african right i mean you have like what i'm talking about is like the african culture i mm-hmm. think because we can all relate to a certain struggle mm-hmm. of you know kind of colonization and all of that that's and, true that's true as a country as a continent you know we're viewed different not every other black person there's black jamaicans there's black americans uh-huh. black people that don't necessarily go through the same struggle as african black but it's not an idea to separate but in terms of what we're dealing with if culture and students and african parents saying what's needed to be said or at least their children being at least smart enough you know like there's some children who like want to start a business uh-huh. and they want but their parents would force them to go to school they don't have a chance to say dad just give me like 150,000 or something like that that's true to like give me you know or like 200,000 i'll use the that instead of going to school but at the same time everyone lives a different life everyone like you know everyone has different goals and stuff but people don't have that courage it's like it's not in our culture to do that you know you just go to school most it's of the time. but that, that's what i'm saying it's not in our culture to do that it's not in our culture to be more upfront there's a lot culture. of things man yeah it's so weird that we like we as africans or at least a lot of africans relate to each other by a lot of struggles and that's you know our our history our background and it's just and that's something that we also struggle to to know we don't we really don't know our history in fact we we base our history off of like you know just religion basically or like our village and our language which we and most people don't even like it's funny actually most people outside of africa know more about africa than actually people seem like it seems like you know uh-huh. they will tell you about like the history of africa and the ancient egypt you know histories and all about what happened in sudan like you know the kings and rulers of the empires and stuff like that we had dynasties like we had we we were such an advanced civilization in the past and people don't actually look into that and we can't view we don't view ourselves in that image again we don't view ourselves as being kings and and you know we've just been degraded that's racism right there like going going back to like the topic like what if back then like we didn't have 
these kind of institution, institution, institutionalized Jesu, institutionalized <laughs> that you know that force people to be like-minded. Because if you look if you look at schools now, it kind of forces people to have this idea and this notion, like the general schooling, like population that you just you finish school, you go to college, you have fun, you drink, you get drunk and you study and you pass or you just go to school get a scholarship do good then you get a nine to five for the rest of your life nobody really thinks about a business aspect or wanting to become great yeah you are until they're put in a position where they're like you know i Mm -hmm. i don't want this kind of lifestyle you know Mm -hmm. a lot even the really smart people are like hey you know what i'm gonna be I'm going to work at, like, for example, I know for computer science, a lot of computer scientists want to work at Google, Facebook, Etsy, Yahoo, all these, like, big, big companies that will pay them big money. But that's also just a nine-to-five job, a job where they will, mm-hmm. you know, they will, what's it called, distribute labor and actually, you know, work their butts up to, like, really hard programming and thinking nine-to-five every day to make a lot of money. But it's still mm-hmm. a nine-to-five but yeah you know nine to fives man they they, the nine to fives man no way but like nine to fives really suck man you know they i find them like really degrading you know like just saying i'll pay you're worth this much an hour you know in terms of like working nine to fives but in back to like africans and you know what the speaking about like you know people coming up in the computer sciences and i think there's not many opportunities that people will have in africa like even just starting a business even deciding to start a business it's very hard to start a business outside of what the government opportunity gives you what most of you want to start a good business it's mostly going to end up in like agriculture or things like that you know the companies we attract are companies that look for cheap labor you know in africa it's disgusting yeah which sucks man because you can't start a business here the kids like kids in canada like can sell like fucking shoes and make money you know online doing nothing just staying inside you know like online is still something that we also have to grow within in africa as well it's like we're just like we're losing opportunities and we are failing to speak up um we don't know much of our history and even for the people who are gonna like listen to this or people who are listening to this that's it's not majority of the africans like there's so many africans that still um don't have access to the internet and don't have access to you know it's so i think it's so crazy that in some mm-hmm. universities you learn about african studies like that's a whole degree why is that not like something that's just thought because it's thought like why do you have to go all the way to university and get a mm-hmm. university education to learn about african studies i haven't studied african studies but i don't even know what kind of stuff they teach you teach you mm-hmm. we, we don't know nothing about our history like even for me being having studied in tanzania and stayed in tanzania my whole life i know more about countries outside of tanzania than country than my own country really like and that's that's shocking in, just in terms of like our actual history you know like deeply i should i feel like i should know more and i actually try to put effort in knowing more but that's the kind of thing that we need to like do for people i think coming up especially in the youth who are now like in universities and stuff they have like great potential to um, work those things out in the future 
this education system is crazy. Way it's deep. messed up. I might even just talk about talk about this whole education system as a whole. Well, like and now I'm speaking purely focused on like African education system. Like we're mm-hmm. not talking enough in schools about ourselves and how can you have a school in Africa mm-hmm. but not being thought about? Sorry, yeah. Really, which mm-hmm. is mad. Which is mm-hmm. the original name for Africa? Like now we're, we exactly. call it Africa because that's how we've been taught. So every school uses the word Africa, where in reality, that's not the name that we've been given. That I we think know. that's one of the things that even for me just kind of hit and just kind of even made me put more effort into like being just like embracing being Tanzanian and everything, you know, mm. being African, being black, because my whole life I've always been proud of Africa, but words have meaning as well. And saying the word Africa, realizing that I'm wording out some European fucker's name. Sorry to say that, but some <laughs> tourists who came and apparently discovered my land and after killing my people, enslaving and raping all my women, I mean, it doesn't make sense. So it kind of hit hard when I realized that, you know, Africa, shit, man, our, it's actually named al Kebulan, And that's something I think, you know, many people will actually be interested to know. I mean, you know, and it kind of even pulls you into looking at al Kebulan. What kind, when was it called then? Who named it then? And stuff like that. You get into that and you learn a lot of great things about Africa and our lands and what we had and our cultures, our original sense of being our ways of life because i think we're also lost in that in a sense you know literally we're lost in a religion base and everything we don't know what's home you know the best you're gonna end up looking like is a white guy literally because that's the typical view of a person like that's the number one guy that you know the world always views as the top number one they you want to be that person the billionaire and stuff so it's gonna, yeah, it's, um, I mean, I take that shit really seriously, man, because it's kind of sad, because even when I realized, I feel like my mind has been, like, played with, you know, <laughs> in a sense, man. But it's all just history. It's not, like, something to take um, seriously, but when you look at just what Africa is continuously going through and people continuously just taking our gold and our stuff i mean congo we have so many countries sudan now in war libya the gaddafi was just taken away so many things that have just happened and corruption in all the countries south africa with the gold like everything is just being taken we're just watching you know it's like everyone will view us that way forever we're just a continent you just take from you know it's still crazy to think about mm-hmm very crazy and also another thing that i always think about is i think the distinction between african americans and africans you know aboriginals from the land of al kebulan is should be at least defined a little bit more because when african americans are fighting for their struggle um it's a struggle we can relate and show support to but somehow I think it's now become our struggle that now most Africans, just because we're black, we feel related to the African-American struggle. It's like, no, most of us don't end up in gang. We're suffering like real life, man. Like, you know, people are in the villages. People don't have like water. There's droughts and real life situations. Like, you know, also not saying that one is real, realer than the other, but 
if we define that distinction a little bit more i think we can uh, speak or you know at least expose more of the problems that are going on with uh, africans in general and make it vocal that there is why people just taking our shit every time there's why people trying uh, taking our crystals everything that we own and stuff education Mm-hmm. education reading us up of uh, education our history i mean wasn't it like did you see that stuff on the internet about how how the queen i think is actually returning some artifacts or like i think france some country yeah, in europe some, some is returning stuff. artifacts yeah i saw that the almost thousands of african artifacts that they had in a museum and they were out there just for years i mean only till 2021 is when people was like you need to return that to africa Oh. and then I also saw something mm-hmm. crazy that there's an, there's an artifact that people think like it's just mad but mm-hmm. there's some, some some European came to Africa and saw an artifact that an African made and he's like hmm I don't think one of y'all people made this and mm-hmm. I was like what <laughs> crazy. what do you mean some an African made it mm-hmm. and, and another thing is it's like the stuff they took from us and our and put them in their museums and put them in their homes they've like made it look bad now they've through movies just through general life and what they put in people's heads is now that culture has become almost like a witch like culture like yeah. a cult like culture you know yeah. and so- it's like what the hell man like that's so it's man it's a very sad way to look at Africans well, in general and then when we get that culture back not many people will fuck with it for sure people just look at it like as if it's like some old stuff you know westernization has already taken over most people honestly like literally it's just crazy to think all you have to all you have to do is is just look at your phone and see how many um you know Africans you're following or just generally Africans and people who actually African history African artists african you know just people have contributed in in terms of just being black you know people don't do that these days a lot of people are on tiktok watching some white people dance but <laughs> yeah man it's all always multiple times some some of it is great don't get me wrong but a lot of it is cringy and you know talent and it's like come mm-hmm. on like i don't know this neo colonization thing this neo slavery thing it just doesn't sit right with me because mm-hmm. people just use a different method and a different name under the same oppression that they're doing and it's gross because it's not just like you know exploiting the like apple exploiting drc for their cobalt or freaking like just exploiting us physically they're also exploiting us of our rights and our education mm-hmm. and yeni studying at international schools paying international school fees just all this jazz and it's just crazy to think yeah but. so on that note we're going to leave it there for this podcast yeah. oh yeah tune in for the next one yeah for real man. <laughs> um, i hope this doesn't get controversial Because, damn, I've been spinning some high shit. <laughs> Honestly, some controversial stuff, man. People might hate it. Like, it's not even, like, it's just room to think. You know? mm-hmm. It's just good to think about, like, that that aspect of, or that perception of, you know, life. And black men approaching this life that way, man. It's it's a struggle, but we got it. We the, we the new, we the young black people, the youth. And I think... You know, just by making people more aware, people get that energy, and they're like, "Yeah, man, we we need some more 
individualism. You know, we need to get our own shit, start our own Jordan, start for our sure, own for sure, for sure, for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. On that note, we're going to end that, this podcast on, on this. On the second note. <laughs> on, this, on, this, on the second note. <laughs> we're going to end there. And yeah, so to the next time.